Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. Kimura convinced Gaha to continue the journey onto Magnus by offering up her clonkwonks, but then plotted with Jolene to steal them back. She also broke Cassandra's worldview and rendered the vanguard and her scaly sidekick powerless. Meanwhile, Nime spoke to Ursa of the Running Stream and decided that the best course forward was to leave the forest as soon as possible. Nim and Patsy. Yo. You woke up in the morning feeling, feeling like B. Diddy. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> Two electric boogaloo. Sorry, I lie. You don't really wake up in the morning because there's no distinct day and night here. I mean, I don't feel like P. Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. <laughs> You couldn't feel less like P. Diddy, oh, right? Oh, no! It's <laughs> probably a good thing. No, 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 P. Diddy. Not P. Diddy. <laughs> and you rise and pack up your stuff. And Nim, you see a sort of slowly flickering blue light that extends out into a trail. So, call me crazy. I think we crazy. should go that way. Thanks. <laughs> so follow the light. Yeah. Isn't that what you're supposed to do when you dies? You know, not in my experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fair enough. I'll, I'll let the expert show the <laughs> um, So you start following this blue uh, light, but something that concerns you is as you follow it, it goes back up that great path and back into the building where you know that the elephant is living. Okay. Um, Patsy. Mm. How are you at stealth? Um, I guess, like, I don't have much on me, so I ain't really jingle-jangling. Okay, that's good. Same. That's a good start. We need to go past the elephant, I think. Oh, I'll follow your lead. Let's let's try this. I guess we, like, commando crawl up the hill and, like, peek down over the top. When, when do you start commando crawling? The whole way up the path? <laughs> yes! <Yeah. laughs> So, this is going to be non-conventional. Can you both roll me constitution as your stealth checks um, to endure this much wriggling on your... And I should probably point out, Nim, at this, like, stage... Only has one arm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> learn, like, snake. Nim would normally turn into something at this point, but she's not. Oh, okay. Seven! <laughs> yeah! Thank God it wasn't Dex. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a 12. So you just shittily crawl up this mountain. Nime, you have a harder time with it. I'll give you the choice between your form starts to get sloppy and you take a D4 damage as you just kind of scrape your belly, uh, or you mark, uh, is there like, there's exhausted, is there, or? Weak? Yeah, you mark weak, I guess. I'll take the damage. <sighs> God damn it. How much damage was that? I rolled a four, so it's a three. Yeah, okay. And you get up the top and you peek in and you can see that same glowing elephant sitting on his throne. Yeah, he's got a throne. <laughs> but one detail does strike you, which is that there is actually a person lying on the ground in front of him. Oh no. <laughs> the blue trail goes directly through that room, and then it goes actually behind the throne. What does the person look like? Bedraggled, 
I think they're a dwarf. Um, their hair's a bit matted looking, and they've got some like obvious claw marks on their back, like they've been lifted by one of the harpies. Please, I'm begging you, don't transform. What's our game plan? I mean, we need to get behind Strone. I assume this is where we get out, but there's a person right there who's clearly in trouble. Do you want to try, like, being something small and going behind there, see what's up, and I do what I do is best and distract and or punch? Normally I'd say yes, but I'm very, very scared to use my shape-shifting in this place. Then do you want to sneak as is, and then I'll do distraction? Yes, please. All right. Please don't die. And I'll uh, start climbing down, very obviously, just humming a tune. Mmm, mmm, Distraction noise. How's it going? Can you roll me charisma? Oh, boy. I think you're using your social graces to control yep. the situation. Ha! That's a six. Um, da 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 Hey there, um, I'm, uh, running... These distractions. <laughs> I'm stopping you from paying attention to something of importance. Woo. <laughs> um, okay. The elephant splits in five and one of them leaps towards you while the other four go to rush out of the doorway. Nime, you're, you're hunched against the corner about to try and sneak through when a stampede of elephants come out and start searching the area. What are you doing? Um, I'm gonna hide. Okay, where are you gonna hide? In the crowd. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, no, I think at this point, Nim is going to panic and turn into something. Uh, roll wisdom with your minus one. <sighs> oh! Ah, no, that's still okay. Yeah, because okay, plus wisdom. Oh, plus one. Oh, yeah. <sighs> What do you turn into? I'm turning into a river rat. These elephants are starting to come out and parade around looking for you. I'm going to dig. Okay. You use one hole to dig a little hole that you can hide in. Let's cut back to Patsy. Yeah. There's an elephant charging at you. Um, well, that was plan A and B through E. <laughs> so here comes plan F. <laughs> Fist. I'm okay. a punch it. Um, um, that's an eighth. And I have a new move. I'm merciless. I deal an extra D4 damage. Hell yeah. Hey. So I'm gonna roll my damage. That's pretty good. That's an eight. You punch it straight in the nose and you leave a pretty significant wound. And it looks a little bit dizzied, but it had already been on the right trajectory to hit you. A tusk. Digs into your side. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 1d10 plus 3. That's 11 points of damage. <laughs> Nime, you hear the distinctive sound of an elephant being punched in the big dickish nose. I'm going to remember my little trick, and I would like to, since I'm already planted in the ground, turn into a vine, try and grab Patsy, and hurl him through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> Gently, gently, gently hurl him through the portal. Gracefully, gently, okay, so and non-lethally. That's wisdom. Uh, that's a nine. Okay, you turn into a vine, 
You use one hold to grow magically long like a beanstalk. <laughs> uh, wrap yourself around Patsy and pick him up. Can you roll dexterity to volley Patsy? <laughs> I can! That's an eight! You hurl Patsy, and Patsy, you go around behind the throne, uh, and you're about to slam into a brick wall, and you pass right through it. What? Well, don't do that! <laughs> uh, Nime, though, at this point, all the elephants have spotted you. Oh, uh, what else can I do as a plan, Sammy? <laughs> uh, sustain yourself off the land. Cool. Uh, grow grapes and ruin the ground for other competing plants. Um, hmm. I don't think they'd be distracted if I grew them really yummy fruit, even though that's very tempting. Can I grow very hard grapes and drop them all and scatter them across the dirt? Like Like cow troughs? Yes! (laughs) Like cow troughs! They're not cow troughs, they're they're elephant troughs. (laughs) They're full bearings, more tank paper. Okay. <laughs> you grow these awful little grapes that no one would want to make wine out of and drop them... Good, I hate wine. <laughs> ...as weaponry, and then revert back to Nime, surrounded uh, by ball bearings. I think the thing isn't so much that they actually could be hurt by these, um, but they're frightened by their sudden presence and not sure about them, so they stumble for a moment and stop their motion towards you. But they take a second and regroup and realize that they're just grapes, and now they're ready to come back towards you. You've bought yourself a second. What are you doing? I am running (laughs) through that brick wall. Okay, you run into the building. In the pit, you see that the person... The dwarf hasn't really moved very far. Um, they seem to be having difficulty with their leg. So I know that he's not going to die if I leave him. He's just going to be turned into something horrible. Nim promise she'd come back. And the state of the world is more pressing. So she's going to turn into an air elemental and fly. And as she goes past the dwarf, she's going to be like, Sorry! <laughs> okay, roll to become an air elemental. So, you turn into a wind elemental, and you gush out of the building, but as this blast of wind comes out from you as you accelerate around the throne, the fifth elephant, the one that was sort of stumbling earlier, actually loses its balance completely and falls, and you make it through, and you don't see whether it fell onto the dwarf or not. That's so much And now you don't know. You don't know what happened to that dwarf. But you hit the brick wall and you go through it. And now you and Patsy are standing on the edge of the border forest. Wait, so I ain't too good with maps and stuff. Are we where we came from or where we're going? Where we're going because we entered the forest from the... East? West. West? <laughs> so from the west across to the east? Yeah. And we're leaving it towards... The east. The east. And I know this because yes. of the position of the sun and because Nim is good at this even though Ursula is not. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rough one. Turns out I can't punch my way through everything. 
Yeah, I mean, it's an ancient spirit elephant. Um, mm. Thank you. Can I see any townships? I think you see, like, a small outpost. Let's go ask for directions to the library. <laughs> I'll maybe ever stay in a tavern. That's I've got a hunger that only soap can satisfy. <laughs> <laughs> Cremora and Jolene, you have arrived at a small port town and everyone has found their way into an inn for the night and you're all sitting around having drinks as you try to work out what to do next. It's only a day from here to Magnus. What are you two up to? Oh, thank fucking God we made it! Have I told you how much I hate sailing? Sailing sucks. Yeah, it's not great. Um, Just like all that time that we spent on the water just rocking back and forth. God, I need a drink. Uh, Well, we're in an inn. There's a bar over there. Can I get a drink? You know what, Fern? Sure. Yes! Okay, drinks for everyone! Yay! I'll pay for it. This is a terrible idea. It's gonna (laughs) work. Yeah, we order drinks for everyone. The drinks get handed around. Gahu sweeps one up and takes big swig. <sighs> Finally, some sort of compensation for having you two in my crew. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm actually kind of sorry about everything that we've done. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. You've ruined my livelihood. Well, guess what? Your livelihood wasn't going to last long anyway, so you may as well get, a- get as much as possible out of it in right now. No, 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 no. The iron walker industry is never going to end. Uh, sure. Okay, so what did you do before the iron walkers were even around? Tasks. Job board. Things. Things. They didn't pay nearly as well as this. Well, no. So eventually the money that you get from this is going to disappear. No. You sure? Yep. This Uh is going to last forever. (sighs) Then it should be okay. Don't worry about it. That's what I'm saying. And he takes another swig. I think Vern gets their drink. Okay, here I go. And you just see them being held up by Cassandra. No! (laughs) You're a snake. Start acting like one. What does that even mean? (laughs) It means they should be eating things whole, not drinking alcoholic beverages. Besides, it's not the way of the night court. She kind of sits down and slumps back in her chair. You know what, Cassandra? You sound like you need a drink. I just push one into her hands. I just said I don't. This one's really good. Is it? Yeah, it is. It tastes like butts. Yeah. Mm. Slightly okay butts, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Just have You Uh are all right. I could sense it from the moment I met you. I'm really glad. Fun, you gotta try this stuff. It's really good. It'll make you strong. Uh-huh. Fun takes a sip. Oh, no, no, that's that's poison. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just realized something. Um, Please don't tell me you just put poison in this drink. <laughs> I don't put poison in her drink. <laughs> <laughs> Is it possible that at any time I would have made oil of Tajit? I would have made it in the dead of night in the bowels of the ship, using the supplies that are stored inside the ship. And what is the oil of Tajit? Uh, the oil of Tajit, it's an applied poison. The effects are 
The target falls into a light sleep. Okay, so you're trying to sneak this into Gaha and Prue's drinks? Just a little at a time. Can I get a dex roll to see how surreptitiously you can succeed at doing this? Please. That's, yeah, that's okay. That's an eight. So you're doing it and you feel like no one's noticed, but then you kind of feel someone tap you on the back. And when you turn around, it's one of the bartenders and they say, look, if you're going to keep doing that, I'm going to need money. I slide over three gold. I think you can do better than three gold. Oh, come on. Is He's drugging they... an entire crew. Uh-huh. <laughs> My you... silence has got to be worth at least ten gold. Seven and we'll call it a deal. All right. Okay. I slide over four more gold. Pleasure doing business with you. And before you know it, everyone is asleep except Vern, who is trying to look after Cassandra. <laughs> Cassandra, there's a puking bucket over there. Uh, oh, no. Okay, right on the table again. Praise the night court, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Can you two help me look after Cassandra? I mean, I know you nearly killed her that once, so you kind of owe her. Well, yeah, but I also didn't leave her on an island full of hostile quonkwonks to die bleeding out from a neck wound, so we're kind of even on that. I still think it's the honourable thing to do, maybe. Also, we're all sitting at this table and it is filling with puke. <laughs> yeah, well, people have slept in worse. Oh, come on! I No, it's no, it's fine. It's As long as the plan works. Like, Oh, yeah, the plan is working. I reach over and pull out the rod. <laughs> um, That's not yours. You well, gave that to Gahu. Uh-huh, and... I'm taking it back because it's mine. Now. Uh, don't you think he'll notice? Did you see how much he drank? Like, later. When we're travelling together to Magnus. We should go now. Who's we? I don't want to have to kidnap Vern. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. I don't want to have to snake nap Vern. I don't snake. Vern. Yes? We're going to be doing some pretty dangerous stuff. You always are. Yeah, that's true. You don't have to come with us. But we were all gonna go together. Do you want to come with us? I don't know. I I want to look after Cassandra. She looked after me for a long time. And I think she needs some help. She's taking this whole thing kind of hard. I noticed. I mean, I've lost a god before. I think she's not used to it. Well, then you're just going to help her. Yeah. Deal with the loss. Um, Can we just circle back around to the crimes? (laughs) What crimes? The one... Then what crimes? Okay, so I don't mean to be a downer. (laughs) You're stealing from someone who knows exactly where you're about to go. Yeah. And... Then you're going to go to that place Uh after having stolen from them. Yep. You see, the problem is normally when you steal something and they know that you stole it, you don't want them to find you. It's not ideal. No, I know that. But we, we are talking about saving the world. I. What has this stick got to do with it? Actually, it's got more to do with who's at Magnus. 
How about we walk and talk? And I pick up Vern. Are you snake napping me? <laughs> Do you want to come with us? Not if it will implicate me in easily tracked crimes. <laughs> okay. If anyone asks, you're my hostage. This is going to go so badly. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're going to kidnap me, you sh- should kidnap Cassandra too, then. Yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> Load it on the clonkwonks. <laughs> Keep her face away from anything important. I don't want vomit getting in anywhere. We'll tie her so she's facing the back, so if she pukes, it goes down the back of <laughs> okay, the clonkwonk. Okay, that's acceptable. This seems morally ambiguous, but I'm glad we're getting kidnapped together. Okay, so we load her yeah. onto the clonk clonk and we get started. So you're in Purple Leaf, uh, this small hamlet. Uh, there's mainly like military types here, people who would be tasked with different bits of maintenance for the border forest. So you turn up to an inn. They say, wow, welcome to our inn. We don't get many visitors around here. Where, where did you come from? Gizmodon. Oh, okay. You went from Gizmodon and then up to the coast and then around and then to the other coast and then down to here. I kind of like gesture to my very beat up muddy form and Patsy's very beat up muddy form. Yep. From mm. the coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, our in fee is one coin. How about this nice stick (laughs) (laughs) that I took from not the the border forest? Does that have a purple leaf on it? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's a average stick. Uh, Watch this. I'm watching. Is something meant to be happening? I turn my hand into a stick, and I'm like, "This is a magic stick." Ta-da! It gives you camouflage, and I turn my entire self into a tree. Miss Tree, I don't, I don't own this place, and I think my manager would be really unhappy if I accepted any stick as payment. We really only accept, um, you know, certified currency. Is this certified-ish? It, it's a coin. It's also got a tree. <laughs> so I must emphasize, uh, like a a, a le- the legal currency of this place. Um, so that that looks like a play coin. I've never seen such a thing in my time. Um, well, you sure are a youngin, Patsy. Your ear kind of twigs to some people in the corner, mm. and they're rolling dice and they're like turning up cards, and it feels somehow fond. Oh, uh, uno momento. I'm a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> You're a what now? Um, math. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm a mosey on over. Um, so what you game, what you playing? Uh, house can I get in? Um, I got me this uh, special little coin here. Uh, we're playing Dicey Dacky. Oh, Dicey Dacky. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you shuffle the deck and then you roll these dice and then draw a number of cards equal to the dice roll. And then you've got to play the cards and they've got to match the number on the dice. And if they match the number on the dice, then that's a dicey decky. Okay, and then once you've got one dicey decky, yep. that's good. If you get two dicey deckies, that's not good. But Sonny then the Jim, third... don't tell me how to play dicey decky. <laughs> <laughs> I invented it. <laughs> As you can see, like, wind blows through the door and just, like, a huge mural on his back of a dice and and a deck. (laughs) So I think they see that coin in your hand, like, all right, how about this? Mm. If you get X dicey deckies, then we'll double it. And then if you get the other number of dicey deckies, uh, then we'll give you half your money back. But uh, if you don't get any dicey deckies or you get two dicey deckies, you're going to lose it all, all right? All right. We'll value your coin at the same as six gold pieces. Sounds good to me. Okay, so for the official rules of gambling, yep. uh, you roll plus int. Yep. On a 10 plus, you double your money. Okay. Um, so that would be you'd keep your coin and you get six yep. gold in this case. Uh, on a seven to nine, you either only get half your money back or you break even but attract some sort of trouble okay, to your yep. table. Yeah. Uh, and on a six minus, you lose all the money that you were gambling with. Uh, and what are you rolling there? Why have you got a D8 in your hand? Um, so, Patsy has, um, beyond soap, he has some more appetites. And one is riches and property. Uh, he is perhaps a bit of a gambler. But perhaps, I mean, this is the one thing he knows to hold true. It is who he is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he gonna roll, uh, a D6 and a D8. But if I roll higher on the six, things get a bit, uh, sticky. All right, roll. Roll for me. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, no, that's good, actually. Oh, wait, no, that ain't good. That's six. <laughs> six! <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're like, I invented Dicey Decky. And then you immediately start playing. Um, and you get to and they're like, huh, that's two Dicey Deckies. You lose everything. And they take your coin to Pied Barrow and they put it in their pocket. All right. How would you like the shirt off my back? Oh, so you're gambling your sh- your shirt. Yeah, um, you could really use it as a real nice potato sack. Ah, uh, you know the old rules. We cannot deny this bid. Yep, it's the code of dicey deck. Yep, the shirt of your back. We will value the shirt of your back at two gold pieces. All right, chigga chang. Let's see where I go. That's a ten. Okay, fantastic. So you keep the shirt on your back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they hand you two gold pieces. All right. Let's go again. <laughs> you may, you kind of walk in at this point. As you see Patsy get the gold pieces you would need to stay for the night, and then he starts to put them back down again. Pa- Patsy? Yeah? That's enough for a room, right? Back and own back my coin. I have no idea how this works. See, it's Dasadeki. Yeah, it's very simple. You roll yeah. the dice, and then you draw yeah. that many cards, yeah. and then you've got to match them with the dice, and you got one dicey decky, and that's good, and then you got two dicey decky, that's bad, and you got three dicey decky, that's really good, and you yeah. got any more dicey deckies, and that's got a variable okay, set of outcomes. Okay, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna go get a... Not get a drink, because I have no money. I'm gonna sit down. You do you, Patsy. All right. And... Kia. 
Oh, boy. That's the worst possible result. That is, that is the worst possible result. It literally cannot be worse than that. So you lose your first dicey decky, and then you say, okay, my shoes. My shoes. And then you lose your shoes. Yeah. You say, my belt. And yeah. you lose your belt. And then one of them looks at you and says, well, okay, how about we make this really interesting? Yeah. What about those uh, brass knuckles you're wearing? <laughs> to go one more round? Yeah, I think they'd be worth at least ten gold pieces. Oh, you know me too well. <laughs> oh! <Hey! laughs> that is a twelve. Okay, you scoop up your brass knuckles and they hand you ten gold. The king, kind of defeated, but also holding a bunch of your stuff. Mm, oh, huh. Can I buy my coin back uh, at the prices uh, we agreed upon? About you get six of your currency back, and I get a little old coin. It's a well, bit of memorabilia, but I thought, um, as you can see, I'm a very uh, I-, I like to play with that which is important. Yeah, coin that old. This has got to be worth at least twenty gold pieces. I'd give it back to you for twenty. Oh. How about I trade you this brass knuckle through your face? You don't hand that coin over for the agreed-upon price of six. Fair trade, baby. Can you roll parlay? That's, um, ten. Sure, six coins sounds great. Yep, I thought it did. (laughs) (laughs) Nice playing with you. Yeah, wonderful. (laughs) I know, it's right. I need to go... Oh, and they pack up their deck and their dice, and they walk off. And I walk off without a shirt, belt, or shoe. I got four gold and some good old memories. Thanks for listening. A huge thank you to our newest patron, Dixie Lovely. To all our patrons, you're the best. Congratulations to those who solved our crossword. Ashley, Rose, and Emma. Our next worksheet is a logic puzzle. You can find it in the description of this episode. Bye!